0: So Meredith, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Um, I understand you're one of our rare guests who was actually born and raised in Kelowna. Yes. So you. what was it like growing up here?
1: It was a great place to grow up. Um, uh, it was definitely smaller than it is now cause I'm 39. So that mm. was 39 years ago, but yeah, just a very sweet town, uh, as a kid, how lucky can you be to live in a place where you can go camping or go to the beach yeah. every weekend, uh, big white in the, in the winter, I was kind of fortunate that way. We mm-hmm. got to, to do all the things that Kelowna offers. So yeah, it was a very good place to grow up and small schools, you know, small city feel. So yeah.
0: Yeah. Has um, do you still ski? No, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> I'm indoorsy. Yeah, I'm indoorsy. So, so I'm what, indoors-y. Like, when was the last time you went to Big White? Because I'm curious, like, how Big White has changed.
1: Oh, it's changed so much. So I stopped skiing when I was probably about 15. Because yeah. I became a teenager and hanging out with our friends on the right. weekend was more important. Um, and then I think when I... Probably about six or seven years ago, I went back up just to go for the day. Mm. And I, I can't even recognize... It, wow. it looks so different. Um,
2: so it's
0: like apartments and shops and
1: yeah. And the landscape has changed. Like, um, we used to have a little condo in, I think it was the Whitefoot lodge and mm. just even that area, all the restaurants and shops, and it looks more like a village, um, and all the condos, it just was really different, but cool. It yeah. was great to see the growth up there. Um, Still didn't make me want to take skiing up again. <laughs>
0: <Right>. <laughs> I like to
1: go for the hot chocolate.
0: <laughs> yeah, hot chocolate, hot tub. If you can hot tub, yes,
1: all the all, all the good stuff. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and you left Kelowna when you were twenty and came back when you were thirty-one. So tell us about that. Why did you leave?
1: Um, why did I leave? I well, I wanted to kind of spread my wings, and uh, I actually had just finished a program through. Um, diving dynamics called PDT which is the professional diver training Mm -hmm. program and all my classmates had left and gone to the Caribbean but I was pretty young and I didn't really feel confident enough to go that far so my sister was going to Victoria for university and said well why don't you come to Victoria with me and you know kind of get your feet wet before you Mm -hmm. um, head out into the big, big world. And yeah, so I ended up in Victoria, which I also really loved. I mean, I think I'm pretty lucky. I've lived in probably two of the most beautiful places yes. in the world. Um, so I was there for nine years. I I loved it. But when I was turning 30, I was starting to get a little nostalgic. Uh, a lot of my friends were having kids. Mm. Um, I was, I'm a Kelowna person in the fact that I have friends that I've had since I was, you know, Mm -hmm. and I was feeling like I kind of was missing out on some of those things so and also unfortunately my dad's health hadn't been good so I brought my partner up here for a visit uh, on my friend's 30th birthday and he was like wow why why don't we live there Mm. and it was like yeah let's let's do it so literally we came up June 13th 2009 and we were Bought a house and moved here by August 21st, 2009. We moved quickly. Nice. Yeah. And And your
0: timing, I think, was very good because the market was quite low in 2009.
1: It was good. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Good timing.
0: I've been a realtor since uh, 2013, like late 2012 or 2013, and the market was still recovering from... Yes. The crash of 2008.
1: Yeah, I know. took
0: many years to come back to normal.
1: It really did. And I was fortunate that we... I mean, I think it even went down a little bit more after we purchased. But um, it's been a good investment. And in true Kelowna fashion, you know, now everybody wants to be here again. So it's gone back up.
0: Right. Yeah. So tell us what you do for work. What do I
1: do? So I... um. I'm a trained as an esthetician, but I specialize in helping people with their skin. So skin is my passion, mm-hmm. and so I have a little studio that I work out of from my home, and mm-hmm. I provide people with facials and also skin care uh, advice. So if people are having any issues with their skin, I help them get on a proper home care routine. Mm-hmm. Um, we address, we can look at lifestyle all those kinds of things and help them fix anything that's going on. So, for instance, like if someone was having acne problems or rosacea mm-hmm. or any any kind of skin issues, I you know that's my that's my wheelhouse. I like right. to help them figure it out. Right. Yeah. And
0: you have an interesting story. I always find it fascinating when someone uh, is into something because of something in their past so your mother had some severe skin issues yes tell us about that what motivated you to start looking into
1: yeah skincare well so I always had a thing for skin care like I always Mm. loved beauty products and the cosmetic counter and so my mom had she was the typical um person who in the 60s used to lather herself with baby oil and um, she had a very fair complexion uh, with a lot of freckles so that is a complexion that is really really prone to skin cancer Mm. and because she chose to you know go for the the tan uh, early on in life she started having a lot of issues with her skin um, in the forms of growth you know growths and um, it sort of manifested itself into having to have multiple surgeries of removing mm. skin cancer from her face and her her feet, actually. So wow. it it just was one of those things that I realized if you're having issues with your skin, it, it, we kind of take our skin for granted when yeah. it's not giving us problems, but when it is giving us problems, it can be re- it can really impact your health and your happiness and Mm -hmm. your self-confidence so yeah it just kind of fueled my interest in learning more about the skin Mm -hmm. and not just approaching it from kind of the cosmetic right um beauty side but also but more so from like the health side of skin
0: makes sense yeah i think any aspect of health um our society tends to treat symptoms.
2: That's and, oh, right. I have a
0: problem. Let's take a pill or buy something to treat the symptom instead of actually taking care of it from the start. Absolutely. So you have less symptoms. Absolutely, less
1: and that's like in the cosmetic world, we we do that a lot. Yeah. Um, it's also wrought with marketing. Mm-hmm. You know, we're playing on people's um, emotions because we all want to look our best, and but it's often. Full of sort of misinformation yeah. and they're trying to sell you something so it's not always skin care
0: right
1: <laughs> they're, they're selling skin care but it doesn't care for your skin so that's been my goal as you know an esthetician and helping people with their skin is to truly look at caring for your skin mm-hmm. and um getting away from all the marketing yeah of the industry
0: so tell us a little bit about the skin. I know it's the, <laughs> it's the largest, largest form, organ, right? Yeah. And what are some of the myths that people have surrounding skin? And- uh,
1: well, well, the biggest one that's in my industry is, um, this is kind of a controversial thing for estheticians, but uh, we're always trying to treat it like the kitchen floor. So mm. we're always um, heavy exfoliation treatments, <laughs> peels, these kinds of modalities that you know, once again, as you're talking about treating a symptom, that Mm -hmm. is what those services do. So, um, this is really pushed in my industry and Mm. people are always going for microdermabrasion or chemical peels or these kinds of treatments and they're putting the cart before the horse. So they're not always approaching skin from a day to day care point of view to get it as healthy as possible, and then you probably wouldn't need to go in and scrub it right with sandblast it or chemical peel it. So, that is to me, in the way that I approach skin and my skin philosophy, one of the biggest myths is that we need to constantly exfoliate our skin, right yeah it's kind of a
0: that's interesting yeah so like a a kitchen floor if you're taking care of it you don't need industrial machines and like heavy scrubbers and (laughs) harsh chemicals uh, because you're taking care of it on a routine basis exactly so so what is the proper way to treat our skin
1: believe it or not it's more simple than people think so really truly healthy skin is a balance of oil and water Mm -hmm. and um getting a product line that is very intentionally formulated to um, mimic the skin's own lipids mm-hmm. to support the function of those cells so that they can form as healthily little skin cells as possible and I don't know if I'm explaining this very well but so what's
0: a lipid it's a lipid a
1: lipid is oil oil oils.
0: okay yes so these natural oils we, that are yes in the skin we right? have
1: yeah. we we do we have um, our own oil in the skin unfortunately so many products out there um, promote getting rid of that oil mm. and that is the, the best stuff for our skin because that's what our body made so when you're looking for skincare if you're looking for a product that's going to support that oil as well as enhance it so essentially be formulated to mimic mm-hmm. what your body makes you're going to end up with healthier skin. Right. And if the skin's healthier, it's going to be smoother. It's going to have more even color. It's going to mm-hmm. feel good, and you're not going to need to scrub it.
0: Right. Is, uh, is there a big difference between our facial skin or, say, our shoulders and arms? Um...
1: Uh, there is some differences, yes. Um, the, the facial skin, we have more oil glands mm-hmm. through through our face, and, but it also sees the most exposure. Right. So, you know, we do often cover up the other parts of our body. It gets, I mean, except for in Kelowna in the summer. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but it doesn't... But many months <laughs> a
0: year because it's yeah. right. Like yeah. I lived in a tropical climate. Yes. So people are uncovered more All the time. often.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. But, um, but here, yeah, it, it gets a break from the um, elements. Right. But our, you know, our face, the skin on our face is always exposed. Um, And there's just so many more factors involved nowadays. We do have computer screens. We Mm -hmm. have more pollution, chemicals, those kinds of things that just cause stress on our cells. Yes. And so, yeah, there is a difference, but, you know, it's still skin. Right. (laughs) You should treat all of it nice.
0: (laughs) Yes. What is the problem with uh, pharmaceuticals and some of the things that are prescribed? So I used to suffer from realization when I was younger. Um, and I bought Clinique products and I was spending like $200 a month uh-huh. and, um, I got rid of that and partially diet and mm-hmm. just much more gentle and sensible skincare. That's um, exactly. Pretty it. good now. Yeah. So, so what's the problem with all these products?
1: Well, you know, the pharmaceuticals sometimes are necessary. Mm. So like, I definitely don't want to claim that. You know what I do is different or better than what a doctor does. They are sometimes that is necessary. Rosacea right. is a medical condition. Yeah. Um, acne can be a medical condition. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just that when you're going to go to the me- the western so the medical system for help, they're going to prescribe medication for you, yeah. and often that medication it helps treat the problem but it also doesn't care for the skin and there can be a lot of side effects uh for instance like with accutane you're going to be very very dry that's an acne medication Mm -hmm. um your skin really the barrier function in the skin which is what is our part of our immune system um it's that is going to be um compromised so Mm -hmm. My hope is that if people do need medical intervention, I can support them in that, in helping them pick the best products Mm -hmm. to care for their skin and and minimize those side effects through the process. But sometimes they are necessary, sometimes not. Sometimes just, like you said, diet is really important. It's a hard one for a lot of us, but Mm -hmm. the skin cells are only as good as what you put in the tank. So that is a factor. Um, but we also have the opportunity to, to topically intervene with our skin, which is kind of cool. when you think about it, Mm -hmm. um, you can support the skin from the outside as well. So, but definitely like what you're saying, when you're using some of these more traditional cosmetic formulations, not to knock them, but they use a lot of things that actually cause a lot of sensitivities and Mm -hmm. disrupt the function of the skin. So fragrances, preservatives emulsifiers and often what's in the jar isn't really like I said caring for your skin it's a cheap way to formulate something so that they can make the most amount of money off of the product at the end right so that's what I like to help people figure out mm-hmm. um I do obviously have products that I um use in my clinic that I've done a lot of research and have I paired up and mentored myself with some of the biggest leading skin experts in the world in my opinion so Mm -hmm. um you know it's coming from more of a scientific base as well yeah and people who research this right and this is their life's passion so Mm -hmm. that's that's great when you have those people that you can um draw from Right.
0: Yeah. I wonder what you think of this theory. I'm a yeah. person who reads a ton, and I yeah. like to do all of everybody. Does. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so I think things like antiperspirant, for example, mm-hmm. um, are really bad. And in, in a way, they're physically addictive in the sense that it's not like a psychological addiction, like a drug. But um, the the product actually creates a need for more of the same product. Yeah. So, uh, what happens is you're you're stopping your sweat glands
1: yep
0: which i think is really bad to begin with well,
1: and yeah.
0: um because of that your body is trying to push against that so you actually need to use that product more and more absolutely to keep the stink away absolutely uh, instead yeah. of right so um deodorant is better than an antiperspirant especially if you've got chemicals like aluminum in it yes and some of these products actually create the the need for the product itself.
1: Absolutely. Does that make sense? Absolutely. That's the same in skincare. So, so like,
0: you strip the oils, you make your skin very dry, and then you need to Absolutely. Spray,
1: doing it. You do. And uh, even back to the exfoliation thing, it's kind of hard to explain on a, not when I can't visually show people, but mm-hmm. essentially our skin cells form in the basal layer of the epidermis and mm-hmm. they work their way up to the top. Mm -hmm. As they go from the bottom to the top, they go through a cornification process. So those skin cells have a timeline that they need in order to form that nice, think of it as like a grain of rice or a brick wall Mm -hmm. is the surface of our skin. If we constantly remove the top layer We're exposing cells that aren't ready to be at the top. So consequently, they have to go through what we call compaction before they're ready. Mm. And then you're going to end up with a skin that's still dry and flaky. It's going to feel nice for a couple days because it's sort of that baby soft feeling. But eventually, you end up with it feeling rough. Mm -hmm. And it can be red and not evenly um, compacted, which is the word for how our skin it goes through a compaction process yeah. so that's exactly what you're saying when you're constantly doing these kinds of things to your skin or using products that disrupt this process you're mm-hmm. not going to have a nice smooth uh, soft skin right and you are going to become addicted to yeah. that because <laughs> right. you're going to keep going to exfoliate some more or um, to get that smooth feeling but it's amazing what can happen when you just provide the skin with what it needs to Mm -hmm. do that process and to end up where it should. It will just like, I don't exfoliate my skin very often. Maybe every month I might do a gentle, gentle exfoliation, but Mm -hmm. in general I have fairly smooth skin and it's, I I originally in my aesthetics career did buy into that need for exfoliation and through my journey of education. And like I said, pairing up with those mentors learned that this wasn't the first thing that we do. Sometimes it's necessary. It's not that you never can do that, Right. But it much like you're saying, we do become dependent on these things. Right. And it does disrupt natural function.
0: Yeah. Well, I've, um, I've seen many, many houses, several hundred mm-hmm. for sure. So, mm-hmm. um, been involved in over 100 deals so far in about five and a half years wow but um sometimes you see a beautiful hardwood floor and it just looks so dull because they're they're stripping it yes you know they're not and they're taking not it. taking care of <laughs> yeah. it right they're not moisturizing <laughs> exactly. it they're not they're doing a whole thing so um your skin i should say for the listeners yes. is flawless it's very beautiful thank you looking <laughs> thank you has it always been like that Or was this uh, something you improved upon once you discovered these products? Uh,
1: Definitely. I mean, I I will say in the skin department, I did genetically get blessed, thank God. (laughs) (laughs) We all get our thing. That's what I tell all my clients. Right. We always, everyone has their special thing that, uh, whether it be, you know, beautiful lashes or beautiful skin or beautiful hair. Um, But... I, I suffer from skin that is inherently, like, genetically or intrinsically dry. Mm-hmm. And so I do suffer from um, a lot of redness in my skin, as well as it can become very um, rough and irritated in, mm-hmm. when the, you know, when the dry weather comes. And so I have noticed a big difference. And I did used to need to exfoliate when I wasn't on the products that I currently sell. Mm-hmm. Um and I just did that because that's what, you know, that's what the skincare companies told me I needed to do. Uh, when I switched over to the product I use that it has more of that bioidentical um, lipid structure or oils, um, yeah, the redness came down, The skin, my skin got smoother, softer, and I definitely did see an improvement. Um, I've seen it, it with acne clients where, you know, they'd been using really harsh products. Cause we're mm-hmm. told with acne, yeah. we often associate that with oil, having too much oil mm-hmm. or bacteria, but often it's, uh, more complicated than that. It's, it, it it's a textural issue. Mm-hmm. I, it's kind of a hard thing to get into, but essentially I've treated acne clients with lots of oil in mm-hmm. their products and minimal exfoliation and the skin texture, um, just starts to smooth out when when those cells are given what they need.
2: To, nice. to function.
0: I wish my stepdaughter was awake and listening to this. <laughs> yes. she, she takes uh, some medication for for acne. Yeah. So um tell us a little bit about your products that you're using yeah. and what's what's so great about them.
2: Luke Mancus is a realtor. He loves what he does. We asked Luke if he had any regrets about moving here in 2011. And he always says, yeah, one regret, and that is he didn't move here sooner. When Luke came here, he didn't know anyone. He didn't know the neighborhoods or anything or anyone besides his daughter, who was six years old at the time. So he knows what it's like. Now, he's an expert and has helped well over 100 single people, couples, families, and investors with their real estate needs in the Okanagan. If you're new to our beautiful city, Lou can help you get connected with great lawyers, dentists, carpenters, landscapers, swimming pool installers, you name it. And whether you're new to Kelowna or not, Luke knows real estate. He can help you find a great property, negotiate a good deal, and hold your hand all the way through the process until the day you get your shiny new set of keys. Luke is known as a no-pressure kind of guy. He's had clients where it took even a year or more to get them into a property. He just doesn't believe in rushing things. On the other hand, when you decide it's time to act, he's diligent and he'll work day and night until the job is done. Give Luke Make Us a call or a text message at any time. 778-215-4273. Again, that's 778-215-4273. 778-215-4273 Seven seven eight two one five four two seven three 215 4273 to chat with
0: Luke about real estate. Tell us a little bit about your products that you're using yeah. and what's, what's so great about them.
1: Okay. Well, I I carry a product line called Derma Vigils. Okay. So this is a product. Um, I think I'm actually the only one in Kelowna that carries it. Um, and it is a product from Germany and so it, what it is is it's a corneal therapeutic product. So all this what all that I've been talking about about this compaction story, mm-hmm. the roof of the skin, corneal therapists, which is my skin philosophy is if you fix the roof, everything in the system is going to work better. Mm-hmm. Um so think of it like a house. If you had leaky leaky shingles, things are getting in, bacteria is getting in, irritants yeah. are getting in, and the skin is generally, you know, not as happy as it could be. Mm-hmm. Um, so this this company is a really small company, but they formulate the product to, like I said, be biomimetic or bioidentical. So mm-hmm. their, their creams mimic what our body makes. So it's a, a blend of... Um, cholesterol, free fatty acids, ceramides, and water. Mm -hmm. And then the really cool thing about the product line is it's then customized. So that means that when you come in and we decide that we want to improve your skin, I'm going to do an uh, in-depth analysis of your skin, and we're going to figure out what's the best formula or approach to the skin for you as an individual. Mm. And then I can custom mix your cream. So, all of the vitamins and minerals that are in most of the skincare out there, um, like vitamin C, vitamin A, vitamin B, uh, you know, antioxidants like green tea or grapeseed extract, they're all separated in this line. And I actually mix oh, cool. your cream. Very nice. So, um, it is pretty cool because nobody's exactly the same. And every. Season is a little different, yeah, so yeah. it's not a one size fits all approach. Right. Um, so that is my corneotherapeutic line that I carry. So I, is
0: it uh, just a question on that? So mm-hmm. if someone was taking pharmaceuticals for acne, yeah, and you would have a formula for them, and let's say over time they were able to weed themselves off of that. Pharmaceutical and clear up their acne. Yeah. Now that formula is going to change a little absolutely. bit. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. So you're going to uh, evolve with the clients. The client
1: skin, absolutely. Yeah. It's not a one size fits all approach. It's not a one season. You know. Right. Um, so it's pretty cool to be able to adjust people's formulas for their individual needs. Yeah, it's really fun.
0: And where where is your studio? Where's
1: my studio? So I actually am kitty corner to Costco. Okay. I do work from home, but I have a studio that's I've dedicated separate. Is that on
0: Ziprick there? On
1: Ziprick Road, yeah. 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 So. A uh, pretty central location.
0: Now it can be a little challenging to park in those buildings. Can your clients park at Costco?
1: I have a house, so oh, yeah, house perfect. I have lots of parking. You never have to worry about parking when you come
0: to my Beautiful. place. Wonderful. I got like six spots. It's good to know.
1: Yeah, it is. It's important. Sometimes that's a a big thing when you're going to a place. Yeah,
0: because you know people are going to hear this and they're going to be like, oh man, do I want to fight with parking? Right? Yes. So we, no, you don't have we to. Can do to make it easy and you for- can
1: come in your pajamas. Perfect. If you want to You're non-judgmental, yes. non-judgmental, and and I chose to work from home and create the space in my home. Um, it doesn't feel like my home. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but I wanted it to be for people to come and their time with me is their time. Yes. They don't have to listen to what the person next to them did last weekend or right. who they're voting for or whatever. Um, it's really designed to be more of like an exclusive this is your time your space you know I provide uh facial treatments as well as home care advice and I think that's super important for people to take out the time and just do a little bit of self-care and Mm -hmm. so yeah I I also want that experience to be as relaxing and nurturing as possible
0: yeah well I want to ask you a bit of a personal question sure Um, yeah I work from home quite a bit yeah totally different line yeah. of work you know I'm writing and doing the podcast and real estate
1: yeah
0: how do you deal with Procrastination when you're working from home.
1: Oh yes, that's a tough one. So the good news for me in, is that clients make appointments and they show up. So mm-hmm. I can't procrastinate,
0: right? When the client's there. Yes. But let's say you've got a gap. Like, <laughs> yes.
1: Yeah. You should
0: yeah. be marketing. You should. Be, I you should know, be
1: doing all those things. And, and you know what? Yeah. I would say I probably do procrastinate on those <laughs> kinds of things. And something uh, that my father taught me was uh, know what you're good at and. <laughs> You know, and get other people to help you with what you're not good at. Right. So, I from the beginning have had a bookkeeper. I'm now getting some help with my marketing, all all that kind of stuff because I'm not really that good at it.
0: Very smart. Very smart. (laughs) Yeah. I did, I heard something on a podcast a couple weeks ago and I tried this. So, I've turned off all notifications on my phone except for phone calls. Mm -hmm. Like, you can actually turn off notifications for phone calls where, you wouldn't even know someone called you, which I don't think is a good idea. <laughs> well, not always.
1: Although I, so, I have a hard time answering the phone because I'm always yeah, touching people. Me too, but you <laughs> yeah. want to know
0: if you've got to return a call, right? Absolutely. Um, so phone calls and text messages, I get notifications, but everything else, including email, I have no idea if someone's emailed me. Yeah. So I have to go. Like Facebook, to me, is the biggest distraction. Oh, If gosh. I post something funny... It feels good to see the lights and stuff. Yes,
1: it becomes a bit of a connection.
0: But I forget, I forget because it, that little red badge is not popping up, it never shows a red badge anymore. Okay. So it's like, oh, I totally forgot about Facebook, and that's actually a liberating, <laughs> liberating thing. That so is, I-, I can check it whenever I want. Yeah, right. I work but for But it's myself, not so. niggling
1: at you to exactly. go. Hey, look at me.
0: Exactly. <laughs> Stop so, what you're doing. Yeah.
1: Yeah, no, I I think those are some good strategies. I I'm, I've been working with uh, some people that are kind of coaches in awesome. for specifically the industry I'm in, but time blocking, do you do that? Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's it's getting something. better at it, but yeah. it's, you know, I it's something I like to talk about with fellow entrepreneurs. Yes. Because I think it's a challenge for all of us. It is. If you're working for a company, like, you can't not, you know, you yeah. can't be checking your phone. And, <laughs> well, hopefully, we're on Facebook, some hopefully people you're do. Not supposed to, <laughs> yeah. right? So, so, yeah, we've got to answer to ourselves, basically. Absolutely. Our minds, so. Yeah.
1: I am yeah. lucky that I said, like I said, because people book appointments, and yes, and, and so I definitely can't procrastinate on that.
0: Exactly. Yeah. yeah. If someone wants to see a house, I'm not like, well, I'm playing on Facebook. Yeah. So, no. so sorry. You, know. <laughs> you yeah. check
1: back in an hour. <laughs> <laughs>
0: exactly. Well, um, who would you like to nominate?
1: Who would I like to nominate? I actually have three. Okay. Is that okay? I yeah, ch- I it's told okay. you I only had two, you, but I've okay. changed my mind. <laughs> um. So uh, another passion of mine that I have just recently become that like refound, I guess for lack of a better word, is pottery, and I have a uh, studio called That Pottery Place, um, and her name is Bo- Bonnie Wartzel. Bonnie is a wonderful person. She um, has opened up this. A pottery studio out by um, on commerce avenue so kind of by trail appliances it used to be color me mine oh yeah yes yeah. i used and to
0: take my kids daughter. there <laughs>
1: yes so that business closed and she took the opportunity and opened because it it's all the same equipment but a little bit different because you get to make your own cup instead uh-huh. of just picking it up and painting it painting it So she has provided, like, a wonderful space for people to come and be creative, and we have, I think, like, 24 working potters or hobby potters that that work out of the studio, and then you can take classes with her if you've always wanted to give your – or give a go at, you know, the wheel or, or hand building or any of those
0: Things. That's great to know. I wondered what happened to that place.
1: Yes. Oh, yeah. So. It's, it's not there anymore, but, but pottery is just as fun. Yeah. It's just that it's a little bit more work.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you yeah, got to do
1: from the beginning to the end. Yeah.
0: I think there's a lot of pride in creating something from absolutely. scratch. Absolutely. Know?
1: Yes, absolutely. It's something about, um, like pottery can be functional, and like, I love to make mugs and bowls and there's just something about drinking your coffee or eating your soup from a bowl that somebody made with love, mm-hmm. you know, through the creative process. It's just a different feeling than, Wonderful. you know, the ones, I mean, we all have our favorite mugs and sometimes it's because they have a funny saying or whatnot, yeah. but that, um, that, you know, that energy that goes into making that item, mm-hmm. I think comes out Yeah. when you're using it. So, Wonderful. so yeah.
0: We'll look forward to speaking to yes, Bonnie. Yeah. And you have two others. Uh,
1: two others. So um, there's a, a lady that I do some networking with who is a home inspector. Mm-hmm. And her name is Tara Godwin. And I, I, she's just a super great person. She's new in the home inspection industry. She's kind of a kick-butt lady. Yeah. And I like it.
0: That's nice. <laughs> it is I nice. I haven't heard of her before, she's, she's so i really new. love to talk to yeah,
1: her. She's, she's a really nice lady. And I think that's kind of a male driven maybe I'm wrong yeah
0: I know one woman who does it but it's 90 percent 99% of I mean every person I know in that business is male except for one yeah not that there's anything wrong
1: with that yeah (laughs) nothing wrong with the guys but I just like that you know she's a a female kind of yeah and I think women have a good eye for details.
0: well it's a great conversation yes the worst thing that could ever happen to someone financially is buying a place without a inspection or a good inspection uh-huh. and you know sometimes realtors like to blame the inspector <laughs> right but that's really not i mean it really benefits the seller and the buyer when you have a thorough inspection any issues you're totally aware of so you know what, i you're think getting they into. do a very valuable service they
1: do yeah. absolutely
0: i actually lost a huge amount of money by buying a building without doing an inspection oh. so I insist on it. Yeah, it's <laughs> All important. The
1: time. It's important. Uh, and then the third one is one of my dear friends, and her name is Sonia Riddiger, okay. and she has also started uh, following her passion, which I always love to support. And, and she has a jewelry company that she makes exquisite jewelry, as she says, and it is exquisite. And um her business is called sonia's vision yeah and she she's from germany so she'd be interesting to talk and to and
0: she makes the jewelry herself
1: she does yeah so she does like beaded but really with like semi-precious stones and silver but she's also learning to do silversmithing wonderful and she's awesome i love silver
0: i love silver I actually too. like better than gold me too. i don't want <laughs> yeah me but too but i just like the look of it it's pretty tell us the, the name of your website or how to how to how find me
1: find so my business is called illuminate skincare and aesthetics okay. so illuminate um and my website is illuminate skincare and aesthetics.com okay and i am on instagram under illuminate skin great and facebook under illuminate skincare and aesthetics <laughs>
0: okay so that said i'd like to Take a photo of us, and we'll, I'll sure. tag you on uh, Instagram. Awesome. I love Instagram. Yes. I just started getting into it like three, four months ago, and I actually like it better than Facebook. Yeah,
1: it, 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 it is. You get more engagement, I think. Yeah, yeah for absolutely. sure. I, yeah. I've been just doing uh, Instagram a lot more, too.
0: Yeah. yeah. It's great for businesses like yours. Yeah. You know, people can see. Yeah. And uh, if any of your clients will allow you to do like before and after,
1: Yes. So that's
0: really impressive. I
1: haven't gotten brave enough to ask people yet. But well actually no, I do have one for a client who I helped with her acne. Yeah. And I have a great before and after, and she said it's okay. I still haven't put it on there. I
2: really nice. should do that. Yeah, you should. <laughs> Procrastination. Awesome. <laughs>